Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Hello and welcome back to Spiritual Coach. Today we're talking about what is your motivation. In case you're unclear about what motivation means, we're going to look at a quick definition. To provide with an incentive or a reason for doing something. To stir to action or feeling. To be motivated. My question today is, what motivates you to do the things you do? For example, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What motivates you to live? And even more specifically, what motivates you to serve God? What is your driving force behind your desire for Him? Is it a sense of obligation? The rewards that you may receive? A sense of duty? The love that you have for Him? Responsibility? A desire to help? Or is it motivated by fear? It's a good question for us to all ask ourselves. Why do we do the things we do? And more specifically, why do we, why do, we do what we do for God? What is the reason behind it? And I'll just share with you what my motivation is. My motivation to serve God with all of my ability... I have a motivation to serve God with all of my ability in every aspect of life because of all He has done for me. I have a desire to do it. It's, it's a driving force deep within. I just want to. I just, it's not necessarily out of duty. It's not even out of obligation. It's not out of rewards or responsibility. It's not out of fear. The main reason is just because I love him and I just want to. And when you love somebody, you just do things that are necessary. For example, I'm a parent and my, my I have two kids and I want to take care of them and I love them, so I just do it. And it's not out of because I'm the dad and I need to do this because that's what's called for in society. No, I just do it because I love them. And at the base of everything I do, it's it's out of love. It's a driving force. And that's what really motivates me today. And I want to share that with you and some scriptures I have for us. Colossians 3.23 And whatever you do, do it heartily. As to the Lord and not to men. So as we're living in this life, we try our best to serve God heartily or with full heart is basically what that means. And no matter what you're doing, you're trying to do it as if you're doing it for the Lord. So even if you have this mundane job or whatever and you hate doing what you're doing and you're just making a paycheck... And, and you have no real desire being there, but do it as if you're doing it for the Lord. And maybe that can help you as you're continuing on your day and you're thinking about, man, this is boring or whatever. I hate doing this. I hate my job. 
think, hold on, I'm going to switch my mindset up here, and I'm going to think, I'm going to, I'm serving God right now. So as you do that mundane job, you do it to the best of your ability, and you do it as if you're working for God. And it might just change your whole mindset. It might just change your whole world, <laughs> your whole world view. That, man, I don't, I don't have to feel this deep burden on me anymore when I go to work. It's like, oh, I have to do this. No, you get to think, man, I get to do this. I'm doing this for God right now. And it gives you a little pep in your step. Here, check this one out. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. If you're working for God, and it doesn't matter what it is, it won't be in vain. God will take that and use it for his purposes as long as you have that mindset, I'm doing this for God right now. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, always doing something for him. Here's another one, Philippians 3.8. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. You see what he's saying here? He's saying, I'm, I, I count everything else in this world as if it were dung, so that I can gain Christ in my life, that I may win him. He thinks of everything else in this world as meaningless and nothing. I don't care about my wants and my desires anymore. Just give me Christ. Just give me some Jesus. Amen? And when you have that mentality, that should be what really motivates you and drives you in this life. What, what can I do for Him? You wake up, oh, what can I do for my God my, who I love so much? I just want to do something for him today. I just want to think about him. I just want to worship him. I just want to praise him. I want to talk to him. I want to read his word. I want to serve him. And just think about that throughout your day. What can I do for him? 1 Corinthians 9.16 For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. Paul's talking here. He's saying, man, I have got to do this. I just have to. It'll be a bad deal if I don't. Woe to me if I don't. I got to keep preaching. And guess what? God has called all of us to be preachers. That doesn't necessarily mean you're a pastor, but we're all called to preach the gospel or to speak the gospel to tell people about the good news, to tell people about God, to tell people about His Word. And it doesn't mean you have to be behind a pulpit to do it. You can have a, a grand audience of this world and just speak to whoever you can. Maybe just family members, maybe friends, maybe neighbors, co-workers. But there's always somebody you can tell about God and His ways in the gospel. And then as we're doing this, as that necessity is laid upon us, where well, we just have got to do it, we think about this, Romans 12, 11, Not lagging in diligence, 
fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. We're not lagging. We're not being slack. We're not being lazy. We're not just hanging back, trying to do as little as possible. But no, we're as diligent as possible, fervent in the spirit, with great zeal for our Lord as we are serving him in all, everything that we do. Because we have this on our mind. 1 Corinthians 6.20 For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. At the end of the day, we've got to remember, when we've made Jesus our Lord, His blood purchased us. When we say, Jesus, you're my Lord, you're saying, I accept that payment. I, I am entering into a, a bond servant role to where what you did for me on the cross was enough. So now I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life. I'm going to serve you for the rest of my life because you bought me at a price. And I'm going to glorify you in my body because I belong to God now. Romans 12.1 I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Man, this is one of my favorite scriptures, but he's telling them, I, I'm trying to implore to you guys to make sure that you're using your bodies as a living sacrifice for God. A constant sacrifice, meaning you may be wanting to do something with your flesh. Oh, I want to go do that. But you say, no, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice that, and I'm going to do what I know God wants me to do. Being holy, being set apart, being undefiled, be, being pure for God and His purposes. Being acceptable to God. This is an acceptable thing. And at the end of the day, it's not some great, grandiose thing that we're doing, but it is our reasonable service, the very thing that we should be wanting to do anyway. At the end of the day, we should all have this innate desire within us that we just desire to work for God, to serve Him because He's done so much for us. I just want to serve God with my whole life. I want to give Him my all. I want to serve Him in every area of my life, every aspect of my life. I, it belongs to Him, not me anymore. It's His. And this scripture sums it up for us right here, 2 Corinthians 5.15. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. We shouldn't live for ourselves any longer. We should live for Jesus. Amen. He died for us and he rose again for us. He's up in heaven interceding on our behalf for us. He sent us the Holy Spirit as our helper for us. He gives us blessings on a regular basis for us, protection. He leads us, He guides us, He gives us love, mercy, grace, forgiveness, salvation, eternity in heaven. Man, the list goes on. Now, what do I do for that? What am I going to do? I want to serve Him. It's not out of obligation. Well, I guess since He's done all this for me, I should do something for Him. No, it's, man, this God has done all of this for me. I want to do all of this for Him. I want to live for Him. I want to serve Him to the best of my ability. I want to live 
in the way of God. I want to live by His ways. I want to live by His will, by His word. My whole life, in every area of my life, by my speech, by my thoughts, by my actions. And I'm not going to leave any portion out for myself. I'm going to set a little side for me. No, it's all for His purposes. My whole being is for Him. I no longer live unto myself, but for my God who has saved me from my sin, from the penalty of what I have incurred upon myself. He took it upon Himself. So, in a sense, He passes that spiritual baton off to us and says, I died for you, so go on living for me. And then when you say, Jesus, you are my Lord, you say, I will do this. I will obey your commands. I will be obedient to you. I will live for you. Anyway, I know this was kind of a short one for us today, but I hope it'll be a good one for us to think about. What is your motivation today? What are you motivated by? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Is it to live for God or to live for yourself? And in that, why are you serving God? Is it an obligation? Or do you just really love Him so much and you just, you have to. You have no, you have no other desire to do anything else because you want to do it for Him. And if you don't think that way, pray. Say, God, show me what I need to do to get on that right page of uh, what you want me to do for the plan that you have laid out for me. Get me on the right track. Help me to be doing what you've called me to do. And help me to serve you the way you've called me to serve you. And to be that living sacrifice. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned to the next one. See you later.